Well, I'm, I'm on, on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm, yes, on, I'm on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, April 21st, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. It's certainly feeling like spring uh, after we had a beautiful Easter Sunday, and then we had that cold, rainy Monday. I feel like the temperature's building back up to where uh, where I, I would think it should be, but I understand it can change. Uh, but we're looking forward to a great day. I hope you're having a good day today. And we welcome you to our Winning Side broadcast here on 95.9 FM. For those listening on the radio and those on our podcast and our radio app, we welcome you. And then those on Facebook and those on YouTube, we welcome you uh, also. I know sometimes we think, well, you know, I listen on this or I watch on this and we think that that's the only thing, but there's a lot of different avenues uh, whereby this broadcast goes out and we thank the Lord for that. Um, I want to say this, let's be in prayer for our church and pray for our school Let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, we had a great service last night. Uh, we had a young man from our uh, church that got baptized, and uh, he got saved a few weeks ago on a Wednesday night in our children's program, our master clubs, and uh, he followed the Lord in baptism last night. It was wonderful. And we're going through a series on Wednesday nights about the church, and that's our theme for the year, Matthew 16, 18. Jesus said, Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So we're talking about the church. We're looking a lot in the book of Acts. Last night we looked in the book of Hebrews and how the Bible says that we are to consider one another and provoke unto good works. You say, well, I've got the provoking part down. You know, I know how to provoke uh, people. I provoke the people at work and I provoke my family and my friend. I'm not talking about making somebody mad and provoking like that, but I'm talking about stirring people up and encouraging people towards doing what is right. And that very next verse explains it more. It says in Hebrews 10, 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. There it is exhorting one another, encouraging one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. And so we're going through a series on Wednesday nights about the church, and uh, I've enjoyed that. I've enjoyed Sunday nights going through a series on the Psalms, and uh, Sunday mornings, uh, we've not been in a series, uh, but uh, we are, uh, we'll be preaching the Bible. I'll promise you that, I guarantee it. And I thank the Lord for this broadcast. I thank you for you listeners for tuning in and for your encouragement. I talk to people just about every day uh, that talk about listening on the radio or watching on Facebook or the podcast or the radio app. And uh, I was talking to one of our men yesterday. He travels all over the area uh, and he gets into some very rural spots and he says, I've got my hot spot. And so when the radio kicks out, he said, I can pull up my radio app and I can listen through my phone and uh, get caught up if I'm not available right at noon. He said, I'll listen later. And uh, that encourages me. And I hope uh, you are blessed and helped by the radio and by this ministry. Here's a great song 
I was telling our church family last night that Brother Joe Arthur will be with us in June. Uh, he's, his voice is uh, getting better and getting stronger. He's, he's got a ways to go, but he'll be with us in June, Lord willing. When he's here, it's a Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. I believe it's the uh, 6th, 7th, and 8th of June. I believe those are the dates. I know it's that week. And um, we have a family that's going to be here singing. And uh, this family, I met them, um, I guess, I've, well, I met them several years ago, but I heard them sing last fall. And uh, I talked to them, I got their CD, and I said, hey, would you consider coming to sing for us in June? So they'll be with us in June. But here's the Brad Williams family. Uh, Brother Williams pastors a church over in Hillsboro, uh, North Carolina. And here's the song, I Just Wanted You to Know. And I hope this song will be a blessing. And after the song, we'll get into our Bible study. And we're in the book of Psalms. We finished Psalm 24 yesterday, so today we're going to jump into Psalm 27. Oh 
uh, here in that family. It's, of course, uh, the, the husband, wife, and their kids, and uh, they play the piano, they play instruments, they sing, and uh, they're a blessing. And uh, what a great song that was. Psalm 27. I think you know uh, at least some of this psalm. It's uh, somewhat familiar. But it says in verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, when they came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. I want you to see in Psalm 27, it, it starts much like Psalm 23. Remember Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Well, Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. So this Psalm, again, it, it starts with, and this Psalm is all about the Lord. You know, I, by the way, we all do it. But many times we are so prone to talk about ourselves, our, our accomplishments, our abilities, our possessions, our job, uh, our this, our that. And again, I'm not against that. You say, well, you know, I like to talk about my kids, my grandkids. That's wonderful, good, and you should. Um, but sometimes we talk so much about us that I feel like we don't talk about the Lord like we should. Because by the way, He is our everything. We would have nothing were it not for the Lord. And, and let's give glory to the Lord. But this psalm is all about the Lord. Of course, this name, Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, this is the name Jehovah. This name indicates that God is the eternal one. He is the self-existent one. He is, as it says in the book of Exodus, he is the I am that I am. He does not need you. He does not need me. You think about, you may be listening as an adult and you say, you know, I've got a job and I pay my bills and I support myself or I support my family and, and I am self-sufficient. Well, no, you're not. And no, I'm not. We would not be here were it not for our mother and father. We would not be here were it not for people that have taught us and instructed us. And we certainly wouldn't be here without God. But God doesn't need anybody. God is not dependent upon anybody. He is God, and He is God, and He is God alone. You see, God, the Lord, Jehovah, this is who we're talking about. We're not talking about a friend who offered to help you when you need something. We're not talking about a, a person that said they'd give you some money or they'd you know, help you on a job. We're talking about the creator of the universe. And boy, oh boy, do we ever need Him. He does not need us, but we need Him. We've talked about some of the names of God. He is our El Shaddai, meaning He is our Lord God Almighty. He's our Jehovah Nissi. He's our, our banner. He is uh, the one that uh, we proclaim. He is the one that we broadcast, and He is the one that we represent. He is our Jehovah Shalom. He is God our peace. He is our Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider, the God that provides. He's our Jehovah Rapha our healer. He is our Jehovah Shammah. He is the God that is faithful, the God that is there. 
He is our Jehovah said, can you? He is God, our righteousness. That's who we're talking about. We're talking about the Lord. I love it when people talk about Jesus. I love it when people sing about Jesus. I love it when people make their lives all about Jesus. Let's just point people to Jesus. Let's let people know who Jesus is. Let's look at this Psalm here just for a few moments. Number one, the Lord is my light. So the question is asked, whom shall I fear? If the Lord is your light, who are you going to be afraid of? Uh, what is it that you are going to be fearful of when you've got the Lord as your light? When you have the light, you're not afraid because you can see what is ahead. You can see what is around. You can see what is taking place. However, you should be afraid. And I should be afraid when we do not have the light. But as long as we have the light, there is nothing to fear. My wife and I, many years ago, we were with a uh, singing group. We were traveling through the state of Kentucky. And we stopped in Kentucky. And uh, at the same exit, there was the uh, uh, Corvette Museum. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. It's a neat place. They've got all the old Corvettes. And by the way, a few years ago, they had a, a sinkhole at that museum and uh, several just really irreplaceable Corvettes, antique Corvettes fell into the sinkhole and it was awful. I mean, they had video surveillance, you know, because it was during the night and the video cameras and uh, what an awful thing, especially if you're a car lover. I'm sure you were about ready to, to cry thinking about that damage. But that same uh, spot there, um, I think it's around Bowling Green, Kentucky, but around that same spot, we went to visit a place for sightseeing called the Mammoth Caves. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Mammoth Caves, but I'm telling you, it is unbelievable. You can walk down into these caves on these, these uh, steps, and there's a rail you can hold on to, and they take you down, and they've got little lights strung so that you can see where you're going on the steps. But when you get down into the open area, uh, I say open area, you're just, you're there, and there's little lights here and there, they turn on lights, and it blows you away because you are literally in a room that is much larger than our auditorium. And if you've been in our auditorium, you know it's a big auditorium. It's much bigger than our auditorium and it is literally underneath the ground. It is a room that was formed underground in the caves. The Mammoth Caves have over 400 miles of caves that have been explored. There's more caves that haven't been explored in that system, but 400 miles of caves, it's unbelievable. But here's the thing, they, they take you down, they have the little lights on to you know, help you down the steps. Then they turn on the big lights in this room and you can see just how massive it is. And then they say, all right, everybody stand still. Make sure you know where you're at. If you need to hold on to something, you can. But they say, we'd ask you to turn off all your cell phones, turn off all your flashlights. We're going to turn off the lights and we want you to experience just how dark it is in this cave. Can I tell you, I'd never seen anything like it before. Uh, those lights go off and you literally, you cannot see your hand right in front of your face. It is a very, uh, very scary feeling. And can I tell you, if I were in that cave and I got stuck down in that cave somewhere with no light, I would be concerned. I would be terrified. I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't have anything to do. Well, can I tell you, that's much how we are in this world. 
This world is a very scary place without Christ. This world is a very dark place because of sin. This world is a very uh, 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 difficult place because of the curse of sin and the fall of man. But can I tell you, you don't have to go through life in the dark. You and I, we have the light. And David said, the Lord is my light. Whom shall I fear? Can I tell you, I'm thankful we have the light. Things may seem confusing. It may seem like you can't figure out what's going on, but God has everything under control and He is the light. David said this, he said in Psalm 119, he said, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I preached about that a few weeks ago on a Sunday night. I used the, that, that lantern and that light to show how God's word is a lamp and it is a light. You know, I don't have to worry about everybody else's feet. And I don't have to worry about everybody else's path. I just have to be concerned with where God wants me to go and with what God wants me to do. When you have the light, yes, you can help others to see. When you have the light, yes, you can be a blessing and you can show others the gospel and you can show others the glorious light of the gospel of Christ. You can be a blessing to others when you have the light. But can I tell you, when you do not have the light, there's nothing you can do to help anybody else. There's nothing you can do to help yourself. But I'm thankful that the Lord is my light. I hope you'll rejoice in that today. I hope you'll remember today that the Lord is your light. There's no need to fear. There's no need to worry because He is the light. I hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in and joining us for the Winning Side broadcast. Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.